It's your friendly neighborhood podcast. And in this episode, we talk all things Spider-Man, an American icon comic book character. Joining me this episode will be my son, Justin Allen. I'm Chris Casey, and this is Sea to Shining Sea. Spider-Man, Spider-Man does Welcome back to Sea to Shining Sea. I'm Chris Casey, and we're finally doing it, folks. We are doing the Spider-Man episode I teased a few episodes ago. I'd like to welcome my son, Justin Allen. What's going on, Justin? What's up? Hey, man, what are we going to talk about today? We're going to talk about some Spider-Man. Before we get started, though, I'd like to uh, uh, give everybody a shout-out. We recently had a listener in Australia. Australia, man, that's freaking cool. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, I mean, we're in the United United Kingdom. We're in India, Japan. We are in almost all 50 states, so keeping an eye on that. We are going to tackle Spider-Man. This is episode 18, and this is also an anniversary episode. Three years ago this month, November, I started this thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. you, uh, You sat in... With not this podcast, but my other friend's podcast, where we talked about our favorite movies or something like that. Yeah, yeah I've been teasing teasing you sitting in here, and uh, you know we're both superhero nuts. They already know that I'm a big movie and TV guy. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. But yeah, so episode 18, and uh, what we're calling it is Spider-Man, American Comic Icon. First off, I'm going to start, we're, we're kind of going to do a little a little structure, but not really. We are going to start off, I'm going to give a little history on Spider-Man. I know most of you, if you're listening, anybody that hasn't lived under a rock for the last 50 years knows who Spider-Man is. Uh, you're going to see the difference between an old guy and Spider-Man and, and this youngin' across from me. Um, so we're going to enjoy that. We're going to talk about why we like Spider-Man. And we're going to talk about our favorite villains in the Spider-Man universe. And this could be cartoon, movie, comic. Neither one of us are big comic people, so at least I'm not. And then our final thing that we're going to do is we're going to talk about our favorite Spider-Man. So bear with us uh, as we uh, rumble on. We we had a little technical difficulty getting started, but we're up and running now. So, uh, Justin, are you excited to do this, man? Oh, yeah. I've been excited. I've been wanting to do this for a while. I know. We've been busy. He's been, he been, he been playing some football. Uh, yeah, he's my uh, my new broadcast partner or podcast partner, and hopefully we do more than just this one. So let's take a look at some history of Spider-Man, and uh, we'll just kind of go go from there. So, folks, the history of Spider-Man. Spider-Man is a superhero appearing in American comic books, and here on Sea to Signing Sea, that's our that's our thing, our niche. Yeah, anything and everything American it was published by Marvel Comics which I think everybody knows that, created by the late writer and editor Stan Lee and uh, drawn by artist Steve Ditko. Um, he first appeared in the anthology comic book Amazing Fantasy 15 in August of 1962. So Spider-Man's older than me, man. You're pretty old. <laughs> old yeah. uh, in the Silver Age of comic books. He has been featured in films, television shows which i have a story about that <laughs> novels video games which you're familiar with right 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 and i'm gonna ask you about that man uh, here in a bit. And, and of course there's been plays which i've never heard of those but um spider-man is an is the alias of peter parker an orphan raised by his aunt may and uncle ben in new york city after his r- parents richard and mary parker died in a plane crash uh lee and ditko 
had the character deal with struggles of adolescence and financial issues and gave him many supporting characters. See if you remember these. Uh, Flash Thompson, he's been in all yep, different... Yep, yep. Uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Harry Osborn. And, of course, he's had romantic interest Gwen Stacy, Mary Jane Watson, and the Black Cat. Never heard of the Black Cat. I think that's a Catwoman. Catwoman type of character. Yeah. And then and then enemies such as Dr. Octopus, Doc Ock, uh, Green Goblin, and Venom. And in his origin story, Spider-Man gets superhuman spider powers and abilities from a bite from a radioactive spider. These include clinging to surfaces with and ceilings, uh, superhuman strength, speed, and agility, detecting danger with his spider sense. What do they call that? Uh, the, the, the Peter Tingle. Peter Tingle. <laughs> God, that's funny. <laughs> the Peter Tingle. Uh, he, also, he also builds wrist-mounted web shooter devices that shoot artificial spider webs of his own design, unless you're Toby Maguire, right? After the personal tragedy of his late Uncle Ben, Peter began using his spider powers to fight against crime as Spider-Man. So that is the history of Spider-Man. And we're just going to take a look now. Why do you like Spider-Man, bud? Uh, I like how he's been through like all the struggles and he's still fighting to protect his city and like the people that he loves. And I just feel like that's just something like we can relate to. Right. Most people can relate to because we all have our struggles. Mm -hmm. So I just feel like he's really strong as a character. And I just like that. That's great, man. That's great insight. I see him as selfless. Yeah. So he's a mess. Oh, yeah. Peter Parker's a freaking mess. And depending on what you're watching or reading or whatever, his life is in shambles. But man, as Spider-Man, he's taking care of business. Yeah, he is. And that's a perfect perfect uh, breakdown of, of what... what uh, I'm right there with you. He is selfless. Uh, he does have superpowers, unlike like Batman, you know. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, he's just rich. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you look at him and you're like, how could he beat this guy? You know, yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He's always the underdog, wouldn't you say? Oh yeah, yeah. You know, and in most of the time, everybody's trying to get him, like he's like he's the bad guy. Yeah, until he, yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> I mean, at at some point, he's an antagonist or a protagonist. I mean, you know, we. We hope he's always the protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which kind of brings me back to while we're recording, folks, we're watching. What are we watching, man? Into the Spider Verse. Great movie, great movie, and, and the antagonist protagonist kind of jumps around here, doesn't it? You know, but yeah, this is the multiverse, as they say. Really, Spidey's villains is what I really enjoy. Oh yeah. Um, not only his ability to do the things he does how smart he is, how strong he is, the things he could do. But his he has great villains. Oh, yeah. Great villains. And we'll talk a little more when we talk about the movies. But the the villains, I mean, Dr. Octopus, the Green Goblin, man. Yeah. Oh, man. In, in Tobey Maguire's movie, The Green Goblin, William Defoe, which I'll talk about here in a bit. Man, he just... Yeah, and then even in the the comics and the, uh, the cartoons. Have, have you watched many cartoons? No. Just the into the Spider Verse. Oh man, I need to I needed to show you something. Yeah. So as a kid, I'm considerably older, of course. I grew up with Spider Man cartoons from the sixties, seventies, and eighties. And I've watched them again and they still hold up today. Yeah. They do. This song, Spider Man, Spider Man. That came from the original Spider Man cartoon in the sixties. That exact song. Yep. So I don't know what year it was or whatever, but, um, and then, so I saw him, I'm just kind of, I'm going to tell you yeah, yeah. my history with Spider-Man. How's that sound? Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I'm a, I love superhero stuff. I mean, growing up, I love, <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to, you're going to get a kick out of this. So I had Superman sheets as a little boy. Okay. Yeah. And then I had Spider-Man slippers. And we had a we had a huge stairwell, and I would always slide down the banister thinking I was Spider Man <laughs> in my Spider Man slippers. So, oh my! So all right, and so I'd watch that cartoon, uh -huh. and then that thing I showed you, I showed him a video of the Spider Man uh, TV show that ran from seventy 
five, something somewhere in the seventies. And I said, man, you've got it good. But at the same time that that was going on, there was a show like Sesame Street called The Electric Company, and they would have a skit. It was like they would take a a block off of a comic, and it would be a Spider Man teaching the kids something, you know. But he never said anything. It was just by an action, or he would think, and and the little bubble would come up. Yeah. So I mean, for somebody, I was like six, seven years old, man. I was, you know. Um. So that was my, that was my Spider Man experience, until two thousand two, and Spider Man with uh, Tobey Maguire. I said, finally, finally, we got something that we can enjoy. But then there's been tons of animated Spider-Man shows since. Um, What was your, what was your first Spider-Man that you remember? It was probably the original. The Tobey Maguire movie? No, no cartoons or anything like that? I think uh, my dad just showed it to me once and I'm like, I like this. This is pretty cool. (laughs) And we just, I don't know. We just started watching the movies. And he's all, he's kind of a smart ass, isn't he? Who? Uh, Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, man, that's why we like Spider-Man. We love Spider-Man here. We went and saw the most recent movie, didn't we? Yep. And it was pretty awesome. Yeah. And now we've got all those movies on on uh, streaming so we could watch them any time. You want to start the movies? I'll go through the movies one by one, and then you tell me what you think of it. All right. So let's let's start talking about these movies, which are... You know, we're done talking about the old stuff. <laughs> but I am going to show you, man. I'm going to show you some of these cartoons. One of them had, like, Starfire and Iceman. That was Spider-Man and his amazing friends. That's the one I remember the, the most. All right. So, for you, this was your start to Spider-Man. It was directed by Sam Raimi. came out in 2002, called Spider-Man. Tobey Maguire, Kirsten Dunst, William Defoe. You know, William Defoe's Green Goblin. Oh, my gosh. Kirsten Dunst as Mary Jane Watson. And of course, they had uh, Uncle Ben, played by a famous actor, Cliff Robertson. And J.K. Simmons, who played J. Jonah Jameson. He was, he's good, isn't he? Oh, Oh, yeah. And he's been in several things. But yeah, it was, let's see. Based on the Marvel Comics superhero character, this story of Peter Parker, who is a nerdy high schooler, was orphaned as a child, bullied by jocks, can't confess his crush to his stunning neighborhood girl, Mary Jane Watson. To say his life is miserable, hmm, I might have said that earlier, yeah. Yeah. is an understatement. But one day, while on an excursion to a laboratory, and a runaway radioactive spider bites him. Uh, his life changes in, one, in a way no one could have imagined. Uh, Peter acquires a muscle-bound physique, clear vision, and the ability to cling to surfaces. Crawl all over walls, shooting webs from his wrist. All right, man. So go back to the first time you saw this. Mm-hmm. And did you want to be Spider-Man after you saw it? Oh, yeah. I feel <laughs> I like anybody it. who watches the first Spider-Man or any Spider-Man, just like, can I like find a like find a spider that can just bite me? And like, can I turn into a, a spider? Yeah, so I could see again. And it was a game changer, brother, in, yeah. in 2002. It was, I mean, there had been other superhero movies you know batman when i was in high school superman when i was a kid but that was a a no doubt blockbuster that just took the world by storm oh yeah 100 and and definitely holds up today what out of that movie what's your favorite part probably them fighting at the fair that little yes. like the fair downtown. Yes. yes, when he comes in on the glider yeah, and yep. and and bouncing off the balloons and yep. that part, and then the part where he uh, he's on the bridge. Oh, yeah. And he has yeah. to let go of one and try to save the other, and he does. But it's pretty intense, yeah. man. And uh, that's when uh, special effects was really getting started. So I, I think that that was great about it too. Anything else you want to say about this movie? William Dafoe, probably one of the best villains ever. Yeah, I I would agree with you, man. Yeah, I would agree. It's uh, solid. Oh yeah. All right. Great to move on to the next one. Oh yeah. All right, man. We're moving. We're moving. And and if there's anything you want to say, man, just say it. Just holler, holler. That's what we do. I say as we go along. Mm-hmm. If you want to say it's your favorite out of all of them. 
go for it. All right, moving on to the next movie. We're just kind of going, going to probably go into sequential order. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> you know. uh, and I think if, if we really like it, we're just going to give a shout out. Hey, man, this is my favorite. Oh, yeah. yeah. We love all of them. Some not so much, but uh, they, they redeem themselves in the long run, right? Yeah. So always. in 2004, Spider-Man 2 came out. Spider-Man 2 featured Tobey Maguire, of course, Alfred Molina as Doc Ock, Kirsten Dunst returned, James Franco as Harry, pretty much everybody else was the same. But in this movie, Peter Parker is an unhappy man. After two years of fighting crime as Spider-Man, his life has begun to fall apart. It wasn't really in great shape to begin with. Um, like I said, demands a mess. Oh, yeah. Uh, what we say? Frazzled. Yeah. Yeah. P.O.S. There you go. <laughs> oh, The girl he loves is engaged to someone else. His grades are slipping. He cannot get keep any of his jobs. And on top of it, the Daily Bugle is attacking him viciously, claiming that Spider-Man is a criminal. Again. Protagonist, antagonist, you make the call. Yeah. He reaches the breaking point and gives up a crime fighter's life once and for all. But after a failed fusion experiment, eccentric and obsessive scientist, Dr. Otto Octavius is transformed into a supervillain, Dr. Octopus, Doc Ock for short, having four tentacles as extra hands. Peter guesses it might just be time for Spider-Man to return. He calls it an existential crisis later on, doesn't he? To me, brother, this is my favorite. Yeah. Uh, for several reasons. Probably the special effects mm -hmm. and the storyline. I mean, it was a little more than just Goblin. Yeah, and Empire. Um, and it, it was a direct sequel to a great movie. It arced the story a little more. Um, the romantic Gaga stuff, whatever. I didn't need that. But, but the fact that Doc Ock loved Peter Parker... And then the tentacles took over. Yeah. And made him evil. And but the fight on the clock tower. Do you remember that? Dude, we gotta watch this again. Yeah. This movie's tight. And then do you remember the train? Where they fight on the train and he holds the train from going off the track. That so is iconic. That is. That is. Um that's probably Toby Maguire's best uh scene as Spider Man. But yeah. just the going back and forth and and I just I don't know. As far as a Spider-Man movie goes, there's stuff that's close, but to me, Spider-Man Two is the one. Is the one. So, what do you think of this one? I it was it it was good. It was better than the first one, a hundred percent. I liked the storyline of him losing his girl to his best friend. Yeah. And and then his best friend finds out that he killed his father. There's that's the big reveal in and that. Then. One. Otto Octavius, of course, the main villain. Great, great actor. He was he played a great villain. Uh, just the whole storyline, honestly, just the whole movie. That is a that's my second favorite movie. The post credit scene in Spider Man Two is Harry finding his dad's Green Goblin stash, mm -hmm. and I wish, and we're gonna go through that here soon. I wish the next movie would have been as good as that post credit scene, you know, because he wanted to kill Spider-Man, yeah. you know, and he found out. Mm -hmm. And you remember how he found out? He had him wrapped up and chained in his, and he was going to stab him, and he took the... Oh, it took the mask And it was and Peter, and he up. fell backwards going, what? Yeah. And I said, and yeah, so that was great writing. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, all right, so we know my favorite... I'm excited to know yours. I can probably get a guess what yours would be, but, you know. So, folks, while I'm moving on to the next one, um, I want to take a minute and just ask you. It is it is almost Thanksgiving time frame, or Thanksgiving. We're about to celebrate Thanksgiving this week or next week. And you might be listening to this in June, January, July. Might be listening when it comes out. Once I get done editing, one thing I like to do during every episode is is a little uh, shout out to to do something for somebody, a, a public service, as it were. If you kid, uh, if there's a food drive, if there's a place to donate cans, if there's food, you know, local food bank, whatever. There are folks in this world that are not going to get a Thanksgiving or a Christmas meal, but we have things in our world that help food yeah. banks and such. Um, if you're able to donate. Uh, do that. 
I mean, it, it's good for the soul, but it's also good for somebody who's not going to have what you might have over the holidays. So thank you for letting me say that for just a few seconds. Um, now we will get back to our Spider-Man movies. We're going to roll down to 2007 to what my opinion was the biggest disappointment in the Raimi trilogy. And it could have been so much better. Could have been so much better. And that's Spider-Man 3. Yeah. So, and in, in, in this also has the Venom in it. So, Toby, Kirsten, uh, Topher Grace of That 70s Show uh, played Venom. Thomas Hayden Church, who's a act, well-known actor, he played the Sandman. Uh, James Franco was the hot, I mean, the new Goblin or Hobgoblin. Yep. Uh, Gwen Stacy was in this movie. Uh, Bryce Dallas Howard, who's she's directed a couple Mandalorian episodes. Oh. Um, but and then there's just several other several other character actors, what I call them. The storyline on Spider-Man Three. Peter Parker has finally managed to piece together once broken parts of his life, maintaining a balance between his relationship with Mary Jane and his responsibility as Spider-Man. But more challenges arise for our young hero. Shocker. <laughs> Peter's old friend Harry Osborn is set out for revenge against Peter, taking up the mantle of his late father's persona, the New Goblin. And Peter must also capture Uncle Ben's real killer, Flint Marco who's been transformed into the toughest foe yet, the Sandman. All hope seems lost when suddenly Peter's suit turns jet black and greatly amplifies his powers. But it also begins to greatly amplify the much darker qualities of his personality. Peter has to reach deep inside of himself to free the compassionate hero he used to be and ever conquer the darkness and face not only his greatest enemies, but also himself dark spidey okay this movie i did not like i wanted yeah, oh my god i wanted to i wanted yeah. to i wanted to but they put too much in there man too too many uh too many i want to say uh what is the word antagonists yes too many villains and too many things that he had to worry about in one movie the suit uh yeah and osborne they, the symbiote yeah. the Venom, yeah, the alien that come down. They did that terrible. Yeah, oh yeah, it looked horrendous. I mean, they did. I'm not comic familiar. Yeah, but I know the two Venom movies you and I watched with Tom Hardy. Uh huh. That was good. Yes. yes. Oh God. Yo. Now that's what Venom should have been. Yes. But this, yeah, it, it was a bad attempt at trying to introduce Venom. Yeah. And then. Uh, yeah, I think it was another Topher Grace played another photographer and it, and that's how they, they were like butt heads or whatever. Yeah. And then they, I mean, he got, Peter Parker got weird in this movie, which I don't think is, that's not, him. that's not Venom. That's not the story. Yeah. No, if there was just Harry and him. Yeah. I would have, I would have more enjoyed that. Oh yeah. God, yes. But they just trying to throw more in there and it just didn't work. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we both agree on that. <laughs> yeah. I do like, okay, is there a part of this movie at all that you like or you can remember? I kind of like when uh, just Toby and uh, Osborne, Spider-Man and Osborne are just- In that alley? Oh, yeah. In that alley? Oh, yeah. And, and the, the throwing stars, yep, yep, yep. That, I think that was the best part of the movie. And if they had movie, if they had scenes like that, the whole movie, yeah. and them just fighting, arguing- I think it could have been probably the second best movie in that three movies. It almost makes you think Sony wanted to go for a cash grab to just keep it going. But yeah, just to like make more money. Yeah. Spider-Man 3, not, not the greatest movie in the world. Uh, moving on, we will leave the land of Tobey Maguire, enter the land of Andrew Garfield. Andrew Garfield. Moving on to the next Spider-Man, person-wise, the one and only uh, Andrew Garfield uh, in Spider-Man, the amazing Spider-Man in 2012. So how old were you in 2012? Uh, five years old. Do you remember watching this movie? I might have watched parts of it. I had to rewatch it recently. So this one, Peter Parker, played by Andrew Garfield, is an outcast high schooler who was abandoned by his parents as a boy. 
leaving him to be raised by his Uncle Ben, played by Martin Sheen, the dad of Charlie Sheen, and Aunt May, famous actress Sally Field. Well, like most teenagers, Peter was trying to figure out who he is and how he got to be the person he is today. Peter also finding his way through his first high school crush, which was not Mary Jane, but Gwen Stacy, mm-hmm. played by Emma Stone. And together, they struggle with love, commitment, and secrets as Peter discovers a mysterious briefcase that belonged to his father. And he begins a quest to understand his parents' disappearance, leading him to Oscorp and the lab of Dr. Kurt Connors and uh, his father's former partner. As Spider-Man set on a collision course with Connor's alter ego, the Lizard. Not one of my favorite. No. No. Peter make will make life-altering choices to use his power and shape his destiny to become a hero. I think this is a beautifully shot movie. Oh, yeah. So a lot of the effects, uh, the looks of Spider-Man, I mean, that's great. But the story is just so terrible. It is. It's like not like every other. Sp- yeah. I mean, I know they were trying to do their own thing. Yeah. And it was only five years after the last trilogy. So that kind of threw me for a loop, too. Yeah. Why are we rebooting it? You know, but it's Hollywood. They never do anything new. Yeah. It's all. How can we reboot this? How can we reboot that? And it wasn't even a nostalgic look. They went their own way. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and the story they took here, they never. I don't. I don't know. Are you out there listening and you're a comic? Are you a comic book aficionado and know the story? Did they pull this out of the comics or didn't they? Um, let us know. See the shining C 2019 at gmail.com. Or you can at me on Twitter, Chris Casey 71 on Twitter. We both agree this movie kind of, no, I mean the fight at the end was okay. He had everybody turning into lizards. Yeah. Yeah. No. (laughs) And then Gwen Stacy's dad dies. Which he has to deal with that and deal that in the second movie, which we'll just roll right into. How about uh, Amazing Spider-Man 2? I think the best part of the Amazing Spider-Man movies is Andrew Garfield. He is a great actor. I Just not a great movie. (laughs) Right. I've seen him in a movie that I think I need you to see with me called He Plays a Soldier. Uh Uh-huh. That would not raise a gun in World War II. What was the name of that movie? Hacksaw Ridge. So remind me to show you that movie sometime. Yeah. He saves like 25 guys and never lifts a rifle. And it's a true story. Uh, Does that interest you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) So let's take a look. Amazing Spider-Man 2. You add a couple more famous people. Paul Giamatti. And Jamie Foxx, both Rhino and Electro. And then Dane DeHaan, who plays the Green Goblin. Um, so the Green Goblin makes a appearance. So I'll read the storyline just like I did the other ones. And we'll go from there. So we've always known that Spider-Man's most important conflict has been within himself. The struggle between ordinary obligations of Peter Parker and the extraordinary responsibilities of Spider-Man. But in the amazing Spider-Man 2... Peter Parker finds that his greatest battle is about to begin. It's great to be Spider-Man. For Peter Parker, there's no feeling quite like swinging between skyscrapers, embracing being the hero, and spending time with Gwen. But being Spider-Man comes at a price. Only Spider-Man can protect his fellow New Yorkers from the formidable villains that threaten the city. With the emergence of Electro, Peter must confront a foe far more powerful than he. And as an old friend, Harry Osborn, returns, Peter comes to realize all of his enemies have one thing in common. Oscorp. This was better than the first one. Oh, yeah. Just because there was more bad guys. And they're good bad guys. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We get to see Electro later on. We'll talk about him. Yeah. The rhino was just weird. He was weird. He was weird. A rhino rhino suit. Like, I don't know. Like, if he was kind of like Lizard and he was a rhino... That would have been ten times weirder, but it would have been funny. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't really like the 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 uh, the uh, suit. Yeah, the guy that playing Greek Goblin didn't wear a mask because his face was already kind of. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he just kind of looked like. It. Yeah, yeah. But it, probably the the battle at the end, and then the death of Gwen Stacy. That was probably what makes this movie what it is. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and that Spider Man can't save everybody. Yeah. Which was kind of heartbreaking. Yeah. But just like 
all these Spider-Man actors and characters that we're talking about, they get their due, don't they? Yeah. And we'll talk about that here soon. But um, any other thoughts on this amazing Spider-Man 2? The last fight scene in the Times Square. Yeah. And Electro shocking that thing with all the people on it and yeah. Spider-Man having to save a lot of people yeah. that not one push person can do if they just right but you know spider-man he can do anything so <laughs> almost anything almost. he didn't save gwen yeah we have gone through one trilogy and and i think they were going to make a third one with andrew garfield but that got squashed well they were talking about making another one like like recently like yeah, you know, recently. yeah. i'd probably give it a go because they they've learned their lesson yeah Moving on, we're gonna we're gonna jump forward quite a bit to um so we go from Andrew Garfield and who's our next Spider Man man? I know you know him. Thomathan. Thomas Holland. Thomathan. <laughs> Thomathan Holland. He's awesome. Oh yeah. One fun thing, you know how he's British. I think Andrew Garfield is too. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That they play an American icon and they're British. Yeah. Same thing happened with Batman, uh Christian Bale. Very sure. British. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is a fun movie. Um, it has Tom Holland. Uh, of course, this is in the MCU now. Yeah. We done jumped out of the Sony universe, is what they called it. And now... We're in the Marvel. Yeah. But where did he make his... This Tom Holland's Spider-Man made a debut in a movie before this. Civil War. Yes. Captain America's Civil War. That's right. We know our Marvel. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Robert Downey Jr.'s in this movie. Iron Man. Yep. Um, Aunt May's played by Marissa Tomei. And the bad guy, Adrian Toomes, plays the Vulture, is one of my favorite actors. Yeah. He's played Beetlejuice. He's played my Batman. <laughs> Batman 89 for those youngins out there. And he does a damn good job. He, he just scares him. Let me read the... Uh, Storyline on this. A young Peter Parker slash Spider-Man uh, begins to navigate his newfound identity as a web-slinging superhero Spider-Man. Uh, thrilled by his experience with the Avengers, Peter returns home where he lives with his Aunt May under the watchful eye of his mentor Tony Stark. Peter tries to fall back into his normal daily routine, distracted by thoughts of proving himself to be more than just your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. But when the Vulture emerges as a new villain, everything that Peter holds most important will be threatened. So tell me about this one, man. Because I got some stuff I liked about it, but I want to hear your take. Oh, I had a lot of stuff I liked about it. I love the Vulture, just who he, who he was. He's a um, great actor. Man. Oh, <laughs> he did a great job. I, I love that uh, Robert Downey Jr. had like a cameo in this. Yeah. He was his mentor, like oh, his. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, his Yoda. Uh, I love Tom Holland. He is a great actor. He probably, I love Tom Holland. He's just a great actor. Um, probably the best Spider-Man played. But I don't know. I just like the. Uh, my favorite scene was when he was on the boat on the uh, ship, pulling it together, <laughs> and all of a sudden, you see uh, uh Tony Stark's bots come in and start pushing it to help him. And then there's so many scenes I love about this. That one, the one where they're fighting uh, the vulture and him fighting on the beach or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the funny thing is he went on, he went out to homecoming. Right. With his daughter. His daughter. And uh, he scared the living crap out of him. Yep. And then he had to fight him. So funny. That was funny. Um, and... I just loved how he he played the uh, teenage character role perfectly, oh, yeah. oh, perfectly. Like funny, doesn't know what to do, clumsy, uh, just a teenage boy. That that's really what he was. And his best friend Ned. Yeah. I love Ned. I love, <laughs> and they are not only best friends in the movies; they're best friends outside of the. Movies. Are they? I did not yeah. know that. And. Zendaya. Oh, yeah. She's been in so many Disney things. Well, this was kind of a tease for her. She really wasn't in it much. No. This was her... Well, she was She was in it for a little bit, but she was that weird girl right. that just sat in the corner. Like, everybody knows that weird girl at school. But no, this movie was 
great. It was it was a it was a different step from the last five Spider Mans, and he played the role perfectly. Awesome, that's awesome, man. I like I like your take on it. I liked the biggest part of it. I liked was was seeing behind the scenes of him going to help him in the Civil War. Yeah, seeing that other side, you know, the behind the curtain. Yeah, yeah. So we've seen him drop into Civil War, but now we know how he got there. Yeah. Which, I mean, I thought this was a perfect uh, story, origin story for him to come into the MCU. Yeah. It was. And great casting, great movie. Yeah. Also, my other favorite part is when uh, Robert Downey Jr. gave him the the uh, suit with the... The, the, the kill, yeah. <laughs> yep. That was... He's like, this is too much. But... I feel like Robert Downey Jr. played the role that he needed to play in that movie yeah. perfectly too. The mentor, oh, yeah. he, I don't know. They just well, and then Happy. Yeah. Oh, John Favreau. Oh my God. So the guy that plays Happy, do you know this? He's the show writer for Mandalorian. Yeah, and he's the the uh, he's the director for all the Marvel movies now, right? No, I don't think all the. Well, some of them. He's he's big in the Star Wars now. Really? So yeah, he's. And he's just an actor. He was on Friends a long time ago. Did you know that? Oh, yeah. He's just an actor. And, and, and he started. Well, okay. He was in a movie, a Christmas movie. Yeah. You remember which one? Elf. He played the doctor in Elf. But guess what yes. else he did? Guess what else he did? He directed Elf. Oh, boy's been around, oh, man. Yeah. So. But his first uh, MCU appearance was in Iron Man. The first Iron Man. Yep. Yes, sir. All right. Should we move on to the next Tom Holland movie? Alrighty, so let's go to what's it called? Spider Man Far From Home. Oh yeah. This came out in twenty nineteen. Had of course the same folks and uh had Jake Gyllenhaal and good old Samuel Jackson. Oh yep. <laughs> Alright, so Spider Man Far From Home. Twenty nineteen. We go on a, a field trip. Our friendly neighborhood Spider-Man decides to join his best friends Ned, MJ, and the rest of the gang on a European vacation. However, Peter's plan to leave superheroics behind for a few weeks are quickly scrapped when the begrudgingly when he begrudgingly agrees to help Nick Fury undercover the mystery of the several elemental creature attacks creating havoc across the continent. And we found out that's Mysterio doing that, right? And do you remember what Mysterio was? He was just a person. And remember why he did what he did? Didn't he lose his uh, wife or something? He lost his job from Tony Stark. Oh, and then he wanted to get back. At yes. So it goes back to the first Iron Man. All the way back to when he, they, uh, him and his team and everybody got... I think laid off or cut up, you know, and because the, they were all, and then they had all these drones oh, yeah. that created all this stuff. Yeah, the Stark drones. Yeah. And this movie was cool. Yeah, it's probably the the one I like the least out of the three. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Just because it's kind of loose, and then it's really yeah, and the bad guys kind of fake. It's just a, I think it's just like a a stepping stone. Yeah. To the next one, but there were some pretty cool fight scenes. Remember the black spider suit he had to wear? Yeah. 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 Pretty cool. The teacher's like, "What's going on, <laughs> oh, man? What's going oh?" On? And uh, where he was, his his name was Spider Monkey. Spider Monkey, yeah. <laughs> See, I don't remember that man. Yeah. Spider Monkey, <laughs> old Spider Monkey, yeah. No, it to me the zombie the when he had that zombie at the very end when he's fighting him and he gets he gets him into a I don't remember how he he gets him to see like a dead Iron Man. Uh, Oh, yeah. You know, he's kind of, oh yeah, the, like the illusions. Illusions, yeah, the illusions. That was pretty cool. Yeah. You know, and then this is just one of those movies where you're like, man, the special effects are phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, but this is only three years old. This movie. Anything else far from home that you remember that that I loved about it? Well, I loved when he got picked up in that random place, and he uh, he got picked up by Happy in the ship. Yeah. And he started making a suit. Yeah. That reminded me of Tony Stark, young Tony Stark, right. making his suits in the lab. Yep. In his house, second movie. Right. Uh, it just gave me nostalgia. There you go, man. There you go. I love that part. That was a dang good part. That was, yeah, because 
He needed that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of where we find out where Happy's kind of sweet on his Aunt May, too, right? Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep. Well, onward to the last one. How about that? All right. Let's go on to, we got two more movies, and then we'll wrap things up. Yep. So this movie here in 2021 that we both saw and just, dude, it was, it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. We're still staying in the MCU. Yep. Uh, of course, we throw in a little nostalgia here. This is a whole nostalgia trip. This is a little multiverse action. Uh, we bring Benedict Cumberbatch as uh, Doctor Strange. Of course, Jamie Foxx as Electro. And Alfred Molina as Doc Ock. And William Defoe as Green Goblin. And a couple other guys that we've talked about already. The Spider-Man meme in real life, right? (laughs) Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Oh, spoiler alert. (laughs) If you haven't already seen it. Yeah, yeah. So, to me, this was not... It was total nostalgic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, it was kind of slow to start. I mean, you're wondering, how are they going to do this? You know, it's a multiverse thing, but how are they going to do it? And I think they pulled it off real well. What do you think? Do you really want to know? I do, brother. That's why we're here, man. (sighs) Oh. Tell me. The best Spider-Man movie to exist. There you go, man. There you go. That's his number one. Favorite Spider-Man ever. (laughs) All of them together. All the villains. And you have, of course, Doctor Strange. Mm -hmm. Wong. Oh, my. I love Wong. I love Wong. Let's Scooby-Doo this. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Scooby-Doo reference. This this movie was perfect. It was it's everything the MCU needed and more. And Spider Man. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, it got two guys that had been had not been Spider Man for a while, and one that Spider Man was kind of like a dark cloud over him, mm-hmm. and he redeemed himself. Oh yeah. When he saved that girl, you know. So it uh, yeah, it was well done. The multiverse thing. Yeah, you know, at the very end where yeah. you're going to crack the multiverse, that could have been a better done better, but but I'll tell you what, man. It was it was perfection. Yeah. It's definitely number 2 on my list. Yeah. But yeah, I I enjoyed it. I I'm glad I got it. And yeah, we got it and we're going to watch it forever. Yeah. It's just it's a rewatchable, definitely. Oh, oh, 100%. But it was excited. I was excited to see it when we saw it because we didn't know what was yeah, like there were these <laughs> conspiracy theories that all three of them were coming, or both of them were coming back, but you're not going to know until halfway through the movie and you finally see them. Right, right. Tell us, folks. I mean, if, if you listen to this, and uh, like I mentioned, I, I'm in, on Twitter at ChrisCasey71 or CDiscerningC2019 at gmail.com. We'd be happy to hear your thoughts on us talking about this. I know there's millions of fans out there. I've have at least 900. <laughs> so, I mean, that's cool. Yeah. But uh, we, uh, you have any more to say about this movie? Oh, I could go on forever. Oh, could you? <laughs> but I'm going to keep it. What's your favorite part in the whole movie? Oh, gosh. My favorite part. I love the end. The end was perfect. It was. And I love when they were in that penthouse and uh, and, uh, Spider-Man knew something was about to go down. Yeah. And after that, all hell broke. Yeah. And I almost cried when Aunt May died. But it was because we didn't have Uncle Ben. Right. I kind of had a feeling it was going to happen sooner rather than later. Right. Um. I don't know. I just feel like Green Goblin was his new arch enemy in that movie. Yeah. Not uh, Andrew, or not not Tobey Maguire's Tom Holland's. Right. I think he was the main villain. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Movie. There were so many, but I feel like he was the main one and the best one. Right. And how his just suit. Oh, yeah. The story behind him and him trying to get help and then all of a sudden... That switch clicks, and he's over with. You can't stop him. The uh, the part, and I know it's it's just it's kind of a comic relief. But when they all talk about they're shooting webs, oh yeah, and, 
He goes, does that come out of you? Like your butt? Is that is that the only place it comes out of? <laughs> that when they were talking, that was funny. They're just kind of like all yeah. tired and yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're like, can you crack my back? My back. <laughs> it was just, yeah. it was fun. It was like it was like three brothers that have never met just having fun. Exactly. But exactly. I feel like they had a lot of. Oh yeah, they all but yeah, the actors enjoyed it, oh, and yeah. you could tell it. Yeah. The fun thing is at the end of the movie, he was dressed like the cartoon Spider-Man in the 80s. Yeah. I mean, he had that that same color, bright colored, hand-sewn suit. So I'm wondering what will they ever do with it? Because now nobody will remember him, right? Right. I mean, they'll remember him. Spider-Man, but not Peter Parker. Yeah. So I don't know how they're going to go about this. They don't have it. Like, I saw this thing on TikTok. Yeah, the almighty TikTok. Where since Doctor Strange said everybody on Earth forget Peter Parker, and you know how Thor wasn't on Earth, does he remember Peter Parker or not? The Guardians, do they? So we're going to have to see until the next movie. Obviously, it wasn't in Thor. Thor, Love and Thunder, not really that good of a movie. But... Oh, there we go. We, we that's another episode. Oh we're, yeah, we're gonna have to talk about. I think we should do that, man. We'll do some more. Like every few months, we'll do some comic book stuff, huh? Yeah. How about that? So just get ready for more, guys. <laughs> I'll tell you what, guys. I I'm sure if I mentioned we could talk about the Flash, he would be all over. Oh yeah. Oh, don't get me started about the Flash. Yes, sir. Oh. Uh, all right, we have one more movie. I almost forgot the one we were watching here while we were starting. 2018 Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Mm-hmm. And I know this is your favorite movie, man. Second favorite. I mean, this is... And I'll tell you what, everybody. It is a truly a great movie. And it truly goes into the multiverse. Mm-hmm. We see a couple different Peter Parkers. Like five. But two of the main characters. Uh, one dies. One... Here, let me just read the storyline, and then we'll talk about it, and then we'll wrap things up. So, Phil Lord and Christopher Miller, the creative minds behind the Lego movie and 21 Drum Street, bring their unique talents for a fresh version of the different Spider-Man universe with groundbreaking visual style and a first of its kind. Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse introduced Brooklyn teen Miles Morales uh, and limitless possibilities of the Spider-Verse, where more than one can wear the mask. And it's interesting... The the style, it's kind of like reading a comic book that's jumping out at you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was amazing. And the colors, the, the animation, it's it's just, it's fun. Yeah. And and Spider-Man is just a blast. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's got some dark parts. It's yeah. got some funny parts. Yep. Spider-Pig, Spider-Pig. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Spider-Pig. Peter Porker. Yep. But, yeah, man, I, I remember we watched this at the movie. And I didn't know what to think, and I thought oh, it would be an animated. You're like, if I want to watch this, it's kind of for like kids. I was like 13 at the time. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why don't we go watch it? Well, that's the worst that's gonna happen. It was not a kids movie. No, I mean, it, it was, but it wasn't. But yeah, but there's always that one movie where you're like, oh, I don't really want to see this, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> boom! One of the greatest movies you'll probably greatest and, animated movies. And they're coming out with another one. Yep. I mean, the, the bad guy in here, Kingpin, played by Liev Schreiber. Which is, he's a famous actor. Yeah. It was crazy that his uncle was yeah. the Prowler. Yes. The Green Goblin is mean in this one. It just, you know, it, it was a different take. And then there were all these other takes. And then they go into Aunt, uh, the Peter Parker's basement where all the Peter or the spider suits. And it's just insane how it just kind of opens everything up. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what they're going to do the next one. But yeah, the Spider Man was. I think the Spider-Man that was training Miles is from our universe. Yeah, yeah. Because the the it was PDNY instead of NYPD in Miles' universe. So I think it was New York, but it was the other. You know, I was just kind of realizing that when I was watching it last time. But yeah, I mean, it, it just goes to show if you if you're creative and don't go too off the beaten path and try to do too much. Yeah. That's in any movie, but but we're just talking about Spider-Man, and hey, everybody, do you like Spider-Man like we do? Huh? Let us know. I mean, we, we love to hear 
from folks um, that listen, and we appreciate everybody who listens. You got any more about Spider Man? I mean, this the movie, any of it. Uh, the the end of the Spider Verse. End of the Spider Verse was my favorite for a while mm-hmm. until twenty twenty one. Until this newer one came out, but that movie, I don't think they could have gotten it any better. Right. Like the characters, the villains. I mean, even the people that voice the characters. Yes. Oh yeah, they like perfectly. And, and one underrated thing on there is the soundtrack, man. Yeah. Oh, Not wow. just the Post Malone song, but the there's so much different things that happen, and they play music to it. And yeah. It just like works. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. And if y'all haven't seen that, I know it's not the MCU or Sony. I think Sony put this out, but it's 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 good. Yeah. And you'll be surprised. If you're a fan of Spider-Man, you'll like it's it. a must-see. Yeah. It's definitely a must-see. And we did buy it when, yeah, when it came out. Yeah, yeah, we wanted it. We so. had to. Before we close, I know there's one other thing. And we've kind of bounced them off a little bit when we talked about the movies. Your favorite villain of all time, Spider-Man-wise. Oh, jeez! I know. Green Goblin, that he really good, just perfect. Yeah. Um, Otto Octavius, of course. You got to put him in there. He's. I put him like neck and neck. Yeah, like it's either or. It's just if you like the darker stuff, and they fixed uh, Otto Octavius, yeah. so he was fine now. Yep. But then. Green Goblin went off the rails. Yep. And he was still crazy when they were trying to fix it. Yeah, and Peter wanted to kill him. Yeah, because he killed his aunt. Yeah. But I feel like, I don't know, the Vulture was really good. Mysterio, mm, it was all right. He was all right. But, I mean, there's obviously the Rhino. My favorite right there with you is the Green Goblin and... Dr. Otto Octavius. Well, thank you everyone for listening. Justin, any final words before we wrap up here, bud? Thanks for letting me come to the show. Oh man, we're gonna do this again, man. Come on, man. Give me a give me a, give me a big L yeah. No. <laughs> uh, hey. But no, I'll be I'll be I'll be around here more. Y'all y'all hear my voice more. Hopefully you get more. More people my age. Yeah, I like it. I like it, man. So once I get this going, maybe we'll create uh instagram or a snapchat or something so snapchat, instagram. okay see i don't know guys i'm old thank you for uh <laughs> tuning in this time uh i think my next episode after this is going to be another veterans tribute uh in honor of uh, veterans day this last november so as i always close have a great day and a better tomorrow i'm chris casey and this is sea to shining sea Spider-Man, you'll find a Spider-Man.